Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. John, the twelfth chapter. Now among those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks. So these came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? But for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd that stood there and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice has come for your sake, not mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show by what kind of death he was going to die. So the crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? So Jesus said to them, The light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Richard Tabus of King of Kings Lutheran Church in Glenpool, Oklahoma. God's word that engages us today is recorded in the 12th chapter of John's Gospel, beginning with verse 20. Thousands are coming up to Jerusalem from all over the Roman Empire to celebrate the Passover. John points out to us that a number of Greeks were among them. It's intriguing because the Passover is strictly a Jewish celebration, remembering and commemorating a time when God freed his people from slavery in Egypt. So these men come to Philip and ask to have an audience with Jesus. And how does Jesus respond to them? He says, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. It's time. Jesus will soon be crucified for the Jews, for the whole world, for us. It's counterintuitive. When I think of the horrible suffering of Jesus hanging there, nailed to the cross, it doesn't seem very glorious. And yet Jesus said, 
that it is time for him to be glorified. We have a tendency to look at things from our perspective. We say suffering is bad, but accolades are good. Pain is bad and to be avoided at all costs. Now there's an American sentiment. And of course, being in control, having things your way is best of all. But that's not God's way. Jesus said that a person won't bear fruit unless he's willing to say no to himself. Luther talked about dying daily to self. So Jesus says, Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for an eternity. We want glory. We want glory for ourselves. But that's not the way of God. God's way is the way of the cross. We want to save ourselves and take credit for it. But God sent his only begotten son to die for us, to take our sin upon himself. Let's skip down to verse 31. Jesus says, Now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out. And this is what Jesus has accomplished for us. On the cross, he took the judgment that we deserve upon himself. It was simply because we cannot save ourselves. Every single person has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But God glorified himself in Christ. By Jesus' death and resurrection, he has glorified himself. In Isaiah 53, we're reminded, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. When Jesus died on the cross, he paid our ransom so that we would not have to suffer the judgment of death. Jesus conquered sin and death and Satan and hell. We have the assurance of eternal life with him. We have confidence to pray to our Father who art in heaven because Jesus is interceding for us. We have the peace of God, the chastisement that brought us peace, Isaiah said. We have the peace of God that's beyond all understanding, that he would keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We thank Pastor Richard Tabus from King of Kings Lutheran Church in Glenpool, Oklahoma, for today's meditation on God's Word.